Welcome to Dice with Death, where anyone could die with a roll of the dice. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and joining me again for this week's performative Dungeons and Dragons podcast is Chatty Badger's Jamie Powis. Ark landed with a skid because his son's in trouble. Let's go, kid. Jamie, we can't hear you. Hey, Jamie's been talking this whole time, right? He must have been. Jamie, I thought he'd been really quiet. Ah, uh, muted. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so that was that on was the actually... recording. That That's was on, on the, the recording, record. but it's not on. Okay, amazing. Yeah, um, That's funny. Maybe we leave that as it is, and we just guess when I do the edit what your intro Sounds was. Sounds Okay, great. But it's like a really emotional like ode to his son, and we're like, ha good one. Good, good one, you prick. Um, <laughs> I'm, of course, also joined by We Are Reach's Amy Mallet. Oh, we are actually going to just skip over Jamie. I thought you yeah. were going to go back and make him do it 100%. again. 100%. 100%. It's on the so, recording somewhere. I'll see it in editing. So, yeah, you do your thing, Amy. Let's go. All right. Okay, here we go. Our time on Eid had barely begun. It is Eid, isn't it? <laughs> I'm now doubting myself. It is Eid. It is Eid, yeah. Jesus Christ. I read that word and I was like, what even is that? Okay. Our time on Eid had barely begun. And it's like, OMG, is that Ark's son? But the biggest plot twist of the whole damn feature is that Titus is only a medium-sized creature. Oh, that's so good. I really want that on a t-shirt. If we get big, can we put only a medium-sized creature on a t-shirt? I just think that's so funny. That was the discussion in the last episode where it's like, yeah, I want to use Dimension Door, but I can't. I can't pick up Titus. He's just too big. There's no. There's no way I could pick him up. And it's like, no, it's magic assisted. And then the realization of Amy just going. You're a medium boy. Just <laughs> Everything I knew was challenged in that moment. We are, of course, also joined by whatculture.com's Adam Wilborn. That's right. It's the tit of Team Tit. <laughs> it's been bloody ages since we last recorded, but also since I had a good scrap with a twit. Powered by my love of wrestling, Zalu, and sometimes Blackleberry Mead. So now to fight alongside my friends... And Ark Seed. Oh wow! Wow! I was I wasn't sure what to go for there. I was trying to work out what rhymes with grapefruits at one point, and I just went, "Just go with seed." Oh my god, grapefruit! Went very Vince McMahon. The group, (laughs) (laughs) grapefruits. Well, we shall see if Ark Seed is any good at fighting when we jump into this episode. Birdseed. Is everybody ready to continue the adventure? Uh-huh. Yeah. <coughs> Let me just hock my throat up there. <laughs> That's staying in. That's staying in. Previously on Dice with Death, the gang settled down for the night having remembered the friends who had moved on to the great beyond and awoke to the smell of eggs, bacon and a plan from Mr. Moto Hirokoshi to learn of the locations of the remaining manipulators and their undead loyalist counterparts. He, along with Quilly, detailed the existence of armoured transit convoys circling the planet of Eid, the red lava planet closest to Valkanen. Quilly, with his journalistic connections to the criminal underworld, had caught wind of a convoy missing an entire cargo carrier from its manifest, rumoured to be connected to the undead loyalist known as Albert Amore, or Fennec Fox. 
Anecdotal accounts claim that classified documents had been seen aboard the convoy, along with a birdbath-like statue reminiscent of the manipulators the gang had experienced before. Team Arzatit's mission was to travel to the burning bucket on the planet of Eid, buy the information confirming the existence of the convoy and its cargo, and destroy it, in turn destroying the rumoured manipulator on board while securing the classified documents, hopefully leading them to the remaining manipulators and undead loyalists. Ark asked if Aura Scalesguard and her men had made it off the planet of Igo after the attack. Moto said they had, but confirmed they'd suffered some casualties. Ark then asked Quilly to put the word out into the criminal network of Eid to find his son, Zeed, offering a 500 gold piece reward for successful information. Quilly then produced a holocard containing a thousand gold as payment for the information about the cargo manifest and gave it to Vixen for safekeeping in her loot case. No sooner had Titus inquired about starting their new mission, Moto flipped on the galactic gate and asked Ark to cast a radiant heat spell on it to test the theory. Ark hit it with a guiding bolt, and the gang jumped through the blue Arcanic Veil, appearing in an ashen and hot molten landscape, and immediately fell from the heights of a volcanic cliff towards a lava river. Ark flew Quilly to safety, while Vixen magically did the same, picking up Titus and travelling through a dimension door, confirming once and for all that Titus was actually only a medium-sized creature. At the bottom of the Aww. volcano, the gang realised that they'd arrived on the planet of Eid. Ark scouted ahead and found junker motorbikes they could use to ride on into the city of Pyro and head towards the Burning Bucket Tavern to meet their criminal contact. With Ark sat sidecar and Vixen at the wheel and Titus riding with Quilly on his shoulders, the gang parked the bikes down the road from the tavern and left Quilly with the bikes under tarpaulin to keep watch. They all entered the tavern, disguised as criminals and blue-collar workers, and set about perceiving their criminal contact amongst the busy tavern. Catching the eye of a hogfolk and bounty hunter, they sat down in the booth to chat business, hoping to secure the manifest of the armoured convoy. In a strained back and forth between the gang and the bounty hunter, Ark cast Zone of Truth, prompting the bounty hunter to rise from the table with a gun in hand and fellow bounty hunters with rifles pointed at Team Arzatit. No sooner had the bounty hunter risen from his seat, his head was cut clean off by a samurai sword, splattering his remains across the room, leading the other bounty hunters to shoot their rifles into the air before they were split in half where they stood. The attacker, realising more criminals were coming, darted for the window, leaving a homely, distinct and recognisable scent up the beak of Ark, who dashed after them with Titus and Vixen in tow as a single feather floated down onto the windowsill. Rounding the corner, the gang saw the attacker in the process of being hogtied by bounty hunters, and as Ark jumped into action, casting spirit guardians on the alleyway foes, the residual force of air from his entrance blew back the hood of the attacker, who stared Ark straight in the face and said, Dad? And that's where we are now. Let's go, kid. Let's go, kid. Yes! What a line. What a line. You see these hogfolk and bounty hunters tying or trying to tie this young Aracochran up. An arc you've just burst into the scene. Everybody go ahead and roll initiative, please. Oh, yes. let's get on it. Ark, what did you get? <laughs> <laughs> As if he's already laughing. 22, let's go. Woo! Inspired by the sight of your seed. <laughs> I also realised seed, seed. Come on now. <laughs> so close. So good and so close. Titus, what did you get? A whopping six. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. Vixen, what did you get? 18. We are thrust into the thick of this alleyway fight. 
And to go first, with a nat 20, by the way, is Zed. That's my boy. Nice. That's my boy. Like father, like son. Zed, having just seen the face of his father, who he has not seen in five human years, is completely stunned. Like in Aarakocran years, this is so much more time that has passed between them. This is like a whole lifetime. Like imagine growing up as a young child from maybe the ages of like, I don't know, like five or six, maybe even seven, and then not seeing your father until you are 21 years old. That huge gap of time has passed. You see the shocked Aarakocran, this young adolescent Aarakocran staring in the face of his father. Um, and he looks towards all of the hogfolk and bounty hunters, has heard Ark say, let's go, kid, and realizes that, like, shit has to be done here. He is going to use a... He's going to use a bonus action to hide. Okay, perfect. Um, none of the hogfolk and bounty hunters see where he is. So they try to hogtie him, but an arc jumping into this attack has like distracted them and loosened the ropes. You you see Titus and Vixen, you're like slightly further back from this fight at the moment. You're not directly in it yet. So Ark's right up in the middle. You guys are maybe 30 feet back, but you just see this silhouetted cloaked, you know, Aracochran who's the same height as Ark, just disappear into the shadows of the alleyway. And then you see the same Aracochran. You see the samurai sword glint in the light of like the alleyway. And he goes to slice and attack two of these bounty hunters who have tried to grab him. Okay, he definitely hits with a 27 and a 26. Christ, <laughs> this kid is OP. Can we switch Ark out? Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, get a newer model. Trade up for the younger model. Younger uh. model. <laughs> you see this young, swift Aarakocran, who is not in flight, by the way, who is just on the ground, using the ground to his advantage, completely and utterly cut down and kill one of the bounty hunters immediately. Just samurai sword through the gut, and you see this hog folk and bounty... <laughs> like cough and splutter and just falls to the floor dead completely dead that's the end of his go arc it's your turn uh cool 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 uh the end of last episode i fired up spirit guardians yes you did so uh you call forth spirits to protect you they flit around you uh a distance of 15 feet for the duration uh, when you cast this spell, you can just designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. An affected creature speed is halved in the area. When the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must take a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage. Um, on a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. So that's up. But it's not going to trigger yet because I've, I've moved into everyone's space. So it doesn't trigger until it starts their turn. Um, so of these kind of like four bounty hunters, uh, who, um, do they look pretty tough? Is there like a leader? So Zed has definitely just slain one of the, the more weedy guys. Um, he was, he was rocking a short sword and a pistol, but you see the four hog folk and bounty hunters that are left. You see another weedy one. You see a 
huge one who's almost the same size as Titus, and then you see two medium boys. So you see a you see a huge hogfolk and bounty hunter who snorts and grunts while wielding this great axe like over his shoulders, like up in the air, ready to swing it down. Cool. I am gonna look at the big old beefy boy and just go, oh, I can't, I can't let my, my son show me up. Uh, so I'm gonna cast Inflict Wounds on the big boy at third level. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Does a 21 hit? It definitely hits. Uh, so it takes 26. Oh, oh, oh dear, this poor boy. 35 necrotic damage. Ooh. 35 ne- necrotic damage. Um, Ark, tell me, like, you, you, okay, you've not, you've definitely really, really hurt this guy, but what does this look like in this moment as this necrotic energy comes out of you? Uh, so I'm going to just turn. So is, is Zed disappeared? Can he, is, he a, is he there now or is he like here? No, so Zed is there. So Zed is seeing, like Zed would see all of this anyway, yeah. but he is out in the open next to you, like five feet away. Oh, nice move, kid. And I'm just going to get this like kind of necrotic energy kind of wrap around my talons. And I'm just kind of going to um, just kind of go for a really low sweeping kind of slash upwards at this big beefy guy. Probably kind of slash up his stomach. You see that Zed reaction just goes, oh, cool. As he sees his dad <laughs> just waft this like necrotic energy up this this big, beefy, axe-wielding hogfolk and bounty hunter who snorts, who stutters, as he takes all this energy up his stomach. Vixen, you are 30 feet away. You can see all the chaos that is ensuing. And I'd also like to remind all of you that you still have those headsets in your heads, so you can absolutely talk to each other if you need to. Vixen, what are you doing? Okay, so um, which hogfolk and bounty hunter is closest to me? I know there's four of them beefy boy is the one that Ark's just attacked and I'm slightly further back anyway so I could potentially do an Eldritch Blast uh, but I want to make sure that I can hit one that's within range without hitting Ark or Zed. Um, you, uh, the big beefy axe wielding hogfolk and bounty hunter is definitely the closest to you and Titus mm-hmm. and then you've got these two other medium sized hogfolk and guys kind of behind Zed and uh, Ark right now. So uh, I'm on communicating my headset. I might use my old, uh, my old Arzatip Bluetooth, and I might just go. Uh, well, to be honest, Arky kid doesn't look like he needs any help, so I think I'll go for that guy as well. Okay. Sounds good. All right then. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast, so Vixen gets to do it twice. Uh, so I will roll to hit. So I got third. Oh no, 19. Sorry, I forgot about the multiplier. 19. 19 hits. Yes. Okay. Right here comes the damage. Ah, so my first bit of damage is two. <laughs> nice, nice, solid, solid start, Aww. solid start. <laughs> that is hysterical. <laughs> is it definitely a one? It's one d ten. There's no multiplier on that. Maybe I guess because you do it twice as well, it would feel a bit OP otherwise. Um, all right, second Eldritch Blast coming up, and that is an eight. Take it. That does not hit. That definitely misses. I think what we're going to do, um, Vixen, so we're just going to check if you would plus anything to that. I can see Jamie on the call is looking that up right now, so we'll just wait for him to let us know. I think that's crazy. 1d10 for your Eldritch Blast. No, I think you're right. 
Yeah, I was going to say it's one d ten, isn't it? On, yeah, yeah, it it, it okay. will be on D and D Beyond, and it will just say one d ten, and then it, it does, would say yeah. plus something. So if it doesn't, then that's all good. Well, there we go. I've I've done a huge big ah and taken two HP off. <laughs> <laughs> I only shine when I don't mean to. <laughs> no, but uh, and hey, you, what what you do, Vixen, is you do. You do, um, you do spark some interest in this big hogfolk and bounty hunter. Oh, I've aggroed him. You've aggroed him. He mm. turns away from the main action and looks towards you and Titus, and he goes, "They're behind us! They're behind us!" And he points towards you and Titus. He gets the attention of his other two medium hogfolk and bounty hunters. They know that you're there, but the big guy is in between you and what's happening in the middle. Um, Vixen, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? I'm just going to go, come and get it, bacon boy. <laughs> you see him uh, raise his axe above his head uh, and, and, and snorts and shouts again. Um, that is one of the, in fact, it's the, the, the less so, the small medium, the small medium, the small hogfolk and bounty hunter who is kind of like in the back in what's going on and he is going to take a striker arc i reckon he's going to use a short sword oh arc does a um does a five hit you arc it misses <laughs> and that little that little piggy needs to make me a wisdom saving throw okay oh uh 19. it passes um so it takes six radiant damage. Okay. This radiant damage kind of... Is, is this your um, your spirit guard? my birds. This is my birds flipping around. So you see my birds just kind of like just rake their little little tiny talons on them. <sighs> it's all these dark ravens, isn't it? Because of the, yeah. the state that you're in between your god mm. tempo. They're not golden birds anymore, but you see these... You see these crows, these ravens, whatever, just absolutely scratch up this hogfolk and bounty hunter. It's actually really cool and ironic because his kid's like so cool, but it's not his dad in a good place doing that, which yeah. is like, he doesn't even know that. This is an interesting time to meet. I mean, you do see the look on Zed's face. I mean, Zed doesn't know you as this magic wielding, all powerful bird daddy. Um, so he is in <laughs> awe of what he is in awe of what's happening, but he is seeing that it's necrotic and necromantic in in style. So he mm -hmm. is kind of like, oh my god, what what is happening here? Ark, roll me an intimidation check. I've rolled a five. You've rolled a five. Okay, fine. Oh my god, this guy got a two. So actually. Yes. This, this tiny weenie hogfolk and bounty hunter who has been faced with all this necrotic energy splits. He just runs. He turns around. He's like, oh, I don't want anything. I don't want anything more to do with this. And he just starts running like off into the distance. That's the end of his go. It's the two medium bounty hunters goes who are still there. Um, and you see both. You see one of them. Uh, you see one of them. In fact, both of them are in like long uh, leather matrix dusters. Nice. <laughs> yes. Like these aren't the these aren't the Hawaiian hog folk and bounty hunters you saw at the Seraclean River. So one of them like just like wafts their cape back. <laughs> and you see that one of them has um one you see that one of them has like two swords. Cool. 
but you see this other hog folk and bounty hunter with two fucking 12 gauge shotguns that just rears them up towards you and Zed and is going to take pops at Zed with some shotguns. Okay, the first one was a nat one, which means that this hog folk and bounty <laughs> hunter shotgun like jams and stops and doesn't and you whoa and the second one is a 19 armor class is that that's fine um so zed is going to take some damage from one of these shotgun blasts okay that's 10 damage to zed's just oh straight to the chest takes these shotgun shells like an absolute champ but is doing damage second hog folk and bounty hunter with two swords First one was a four, second one was a five. He swings and misses, just flailing in this alleyway. Like your your kid hid so well that he just can't see him for all this shadows. Um, Titus, that's your turn. Just before you start Titus's turn, really sorry. They have to uh, roll me uh, wisdom saving throws, please. <laughs> Terribly sorry. He's not really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> First one's a modded 20. Okay. Second one's a six. So the one with the six uh, takes 14 damage. So the one who saved uh, takes seven damage. Bam! You hit them with these ravens. Um, these are medium-sized boys, so they're not intimidated like the smaller guy is. Um, but again, all these all these ravens, these dark necrotic birds just emanate from your, your cloak and the surrounding and your aura and just fuck these people up. Um, Titus, that is your go. Quick question. Has the big hog attacked anyone yet? He has not. He's not done a single thing yet, but he has turned to face you and Vixen. <laughs> That's enough invitation for me, thanks. Uh, rage, <laughs> obviously. Oh, I've not forgotten. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding. Never gets old. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm close enough to attack, aren't I? He's 30 feet away. He's 30 feet away, so yeah. that depends what you want to attack with. Are you throwing something or are you getting right up in his grill? Oh, let's let's get up close and personal with this biatch. Nice. <laughs> what are you doing? As I run at him, I say out loud, but also in their headset, so everyone's aware of this. Don't worry, guys. I'll pick on someone my own size, not the two medium-sized people. <laughs> Titus, the small the small ones run away. You don't have to hit that one. He's gone. <laughs> No, the two big lads will fight it out, and then you smaller people can decide it between the rest of you. But, all right? Titus, you are, you are actually a medium-sized creature. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, the shame. Uh, so I'll swing it. I'll swing it to the big lad with my great sword. Okay, roll to hit. Oh, does a sixteen hit? A sixteen just hits. Meets it, beats it, baby. <laughs> Uh, 13 damage, uh, and then I guess, yeah, I get two attacks, don't I? You certainly do. So I'll just, uh... oh, by the way, have I recognised, not recognised as in seen him before, but am I aware of the relationship between Ark and Zed yet? Like, did I hear, did I hear Ark's, I know I heard when we were recording, but did <laughs> Titus hear him say, Let's get, let's go, son. I'm presuming we all did, but it'd be really funny if Titus was just like away with the fairies at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. And that he's is literally true. just like, wow, another Arrow Cochrane. What's one of the chances? You knew that Ark was obviously looking for someone, for Zed. You you definitely know that 
Arky's looking for his family and his son, but maybe in this instance you just don't put two and two together. It's up to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think as I'm swinging at the big lad, I'll say, Hey, Ark, why don't you ask that other Arrow Cochran if he knows where your son is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's a 22. Oh, oh that hits. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, eight damage. Ooh, okay. So that, ooh, that's 21 damage in total to this wow. huge... Well, same size as you, considered a medium creature. Um, hog folk and bounty hunter <laughs> with a great axe. Titus, what does this look like as you swing your sword in twice to this big piece of bacon? I think I'm just, I'm not really looking because I know he's so big, I can just sort of flail at him. But I'm de desperately trying to get Ark's attention and pointing at the new kid. <laughs> <laughs> or vaguely where the new kid was because isn't he hiding? Yeah, he's he's within the shadows. He's not technically hiding right now, but he is he is cloaked in the shadow, um, which uh, he is he is the Rasmus in the shadows. Oh, oh, they played my mates. Uh, uni. No, really, they were in they were in Eurovision a couple of years ago or a year ago. Yeah, they were. I, I'm convinced it was either them or some other band of that time. Do you remember he had like he had like, like raven the... feathers in his hair? It's all coming yes, around full did, circle. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he was an Arab. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but here's, here's my claim to fame that actually I watched. Uh, I, I've seen the Rasmus live supporting him. If anyone remembers him? No way, him. Yeah. His oh infernal God. Majesty was that the That's one? That's it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Vili Vili Valo, Phil Valo. Yes, yep. I remember him. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. It's I the really Bam Margera band. Yes, the one that he was obsessed yeah. with, and he got all the tattoos of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and we're getting off piece now, but I really, really wanted you, Jamie, to go. Here's my claim to fame. I what? And you went to say, obviously, I watched, but I thought you were going to say I was the Rasmus. <laughs> and we'd have all been like, fuck. I am Rasmus. And now I have become Rasmus, the wearer of raven wings. <laughs> just, just out of nowhere, Jamie just goes, I've been watching. Did anyone listen to any of their other songs? Because their album, the album that that was on, was really good. This is what I was going to say. I'm fairly certain when my mate went to see them at uni. It was a bit like the Star Wars Cantina band. Play that exact Who wants to hear in the shadows again? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Same song. <laughs> Play the song again. Play the song again. <laughs> oh, God. Hilarious. Oh, did you boys oh not God. see my vine, by the way, that I put recently when I was in America? <laughs> Up on yes. Oh, what's this? Yes, I, I did a little vine. I tagged you guys in it because I thought, you know, you're, you're the only people that are going to appreciate it more than anyone. <laughs> it's on my Instagram at the moment. Please tell me it was the road work ahead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was. It yes, was. It is. Yeah. It's, yes. It's yes. I sure hope it Every does. time I go to America, I do that. Every awesome. single time. <laughs> yeah, I sure hope it does. <laughs> right, that's the end of Titus's go. Yes. It's now the big, beefy, bounty, hogfuck and bounty hunter's go, who has just been slashed in the chest, um, is waltzing up to you, Titus. And, of course, I... Oh, yeah, of course. Um, oh, yeah. And just goes, are you all right, mate? Are you... Uh, are you feeling self-conscious about your um, 
about your size? Don't listen to him, Titus. Give him a piggy pounding. I ain't getting no hog roast from you. Wow! Yeah, boy. Um, you see this bounty hunter. Thought he could thought he could talk to you and embarrass you about your size, um, but he just raises the great axe above his head and is going to go for a few strikes. Um, Titus, in this moment, you do see that this hog folk and bounty hunter um, also goes into a rage and... Oh, God damn it. ...gets super fucking vascular in front of you, just like you see his piggy head just start to go red and boil as, like, steam comes out of his little piggy nose. Does he go all veiny and stuff? Oh, yeah. Veiny bacon. Ooh, <laughs> we love bacon. that. I'm picturing Veiny flesh bacon. bacon. Whoa. <laughs> this is the most unsettling description of pork I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm picturing that lad's face in big trouble in Little China, basically. Yes! <laughs> That's a great yes. reference. Titus, does a 17 hit you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, well, I don't think a natural one hits you, so that's good. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, it's a good thing you raged, otherwise you would have taken 24 points of slashing damage. Um, so you take 12 points of slashing damage. Um, on the first strike, goes across your chest and your stomach, um, but he gives this swing way too much momentum with a nat one um, <laughs> and brings it back around and slashes himself across the back for oh my god 10 da he does 10 damage to himself as Jesus he swings around Jesus Christ nice. what a prick just <laughs> ooh, ooh, as he as he stumbles can you make me a wisdom saving throw 100% oh what's the range on it uh, 15 foot oh he's not in it uh, his movement is halved, so if he was yeah, in melee with it. me, why not? Because he was thirty feet away. I'd, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you win this one, Ollie. Okay, cool. Don't worry, okay. don't worry about it. That's Jamie fine. will remember this. <laughs> just in the corner of Jamie's Zoom, it just says, mm. Jamie will remember this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this action will have consequences. Yeah, come on, mate. You're so OP. Just let one of my guys not be in range. No, um, no, 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 no. So that's the end of his go. We're now back up to the top of the, the round. It is Zed. Um, Zed sees that this tiny, small hog folk and bounty hunter has left. Um, looks towards you, Ark, and just, and just says... Don't worry about him. I'll go after the medium guys. I'm just gonna hug him. I'm just gonna hug him. Oh! <laughs> Titus is like, fucking hell, Ark's got a bit personal with that random Maricot <laughs> yeah. just met. Ark, ask him about your son. You <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of that bit in Finding Nemo where Dory tries to speak whale. <laughs> Trying to find Ooh. his son. <laughs> Ark, you... You bring in your son, who you have not seen in five human years, um, for a big hug. Um, he is this feathered, obviously, beaked, obviously, hooded and cloaked, samurai-wielding adult. But in this, in this moment, he just feels like your son. Just gonna say, and he's gonna say, "Yeah, I've missed you so much, kid." He's gonna roll. He's gonna roll an insight check on you. Okay. 
Okay, he gets a he gets a nineteen. Mm-hmm. I guess with that insight check in this moment, he just what you get the feeling is that he wants to hug you back so much. He wants to because you're hugging him. He has not yet mm-hmm. brought his arms up to hug around you. Um, and you get the feeling that he wants to. But he doesn't feel like he can do it in this moment. He doesn't feel... He doesn't feel strong enough or have the strength to be like, Dad, I've missed you. Oh, he's holding back. And to be honest, I probably feel like unsettlingly cold just in terms of my body temperature. Yes. Um, Oh, yeah. In such like a hot environment. Like, I'm not, I'm not particularly breathing. Like, my heart's not beating. You're so right. This is so alien to him. He doesn't feel, he doesn't feel a warmth from you like he would have done when he was a kid. Um, you feel cold. You feel dark. You feel haunted as a person. And he wants to hug you, but he kind of pulls out of your hug slightly not to completely like relieve himself of the hug or you mm-hmm. and just before he like just before he dashes off to like attack these other two hog folk and bounty hunters he just says he never said goodbye and then he dashes off mm-hmm. goes to attack one but uh, hog folk and bounty hunter Ollie, can I yell after him as he runs off? You absolutely can. What do you say? Excuse me, mate. You haven't seen his son, have you? He's got like a weird name, like Creed or something. I'm just going to... Is, is Titus next to me? Yeah. Can I, like, not as an attack, obviously, but can I, like, basically just give him a, a wallop on the butt? <laughs> Shut him up. Vixen, you grab Titus by the scruff of the neck. Like you're a 46 year old woman. You are. This is not. This is not Vixen. This is not. A, um, I'm 46. This is not Zakaya Rubbledusk. This is Vixen, Alyssa Vixen Steadyheart, and you just go. What the fuck are you doing, <laughs> mate? Shut the fuck up. It's not the time. Not the time. So, uh, Zed's first attack got a nat one. So unfortunately, he. He has been so affected by this cold hug that he's just had from his dad that he swings across himself and he manages to, like, nick his arm. So he does a little bit of damage to himself. Oh, he does way more than a little bit. He does five damage to himself. Sorry, kid. That's on me. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry, kid. It's okay, Dad. Don't worry. It's fine. I'm sorry. I'm Um, so limp limp and pallid and and a bit clammy. (laughs) 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 Sorry for the horrible clammy hug. It's okay, Dad. It's fine. I've, I've, I've got another attack. It's okay. And there he goes to swing again. He's like, do you want another hug? No, you're fine. You're fine. No more hugs, please. Oh, that's a nat 20 from Zed. <laughs> hey, back in action. Holy fuck. That's 30 points of slashing damage to this oh, hog folken, this <laughs> medium hog folken bounty hunter. He was the one that you did a lot of damage to before Ark with the 14 points of damage, and he is dead. Oh, wow. You just Sweet. you just see this young adolescent, Aarakocran, who has just seen his dad for the first time, had the coldest necromantic hug he's ever had, just <laughs> run, jump, and instead of being like super finesse with it and slashing, he just grabs the samurai sword in like anger and jumps 
and slams it through this hogfolk and bounty hunter's oh, head. Oh, does he do it like a dragoon? Is he like leaping in the air and coming down? That's yes. Cool. Straight through the head, like kebab skewer. Just you just see this hogfolk and bounty hunter like lose all breath. Blood starts ble- like blood starts bleeding uh, from <laughs> the top of his head. Blood does tend to do that. Blood does bleed. That's what I'm told. Um, but you see his mouth just fill up with blood and just start leaking. He pulls the sword out and the, the hogfolk and bounty hunter just collapses to the ground. Um, you have a medium bounty hunter left and a big boy. Ollie, does, does, does this kid, whoever he is, uh, say anything as he kills uh, this person? No. If Titus you... does not like this. <laughs> It feels weird if, if no one says anything. Awkward. He has to fill the awkward yeah. silence. Okay. And uh, thankfully, he has prepared something. He's thought of his favourite samurai joke on the way uh, from seeing members of, of these hog folken lads get decapitated in, in a bar to this outside bit. And so, stab. Awkward silence. And Titus just yells. What did the neckbeard name his samurai sword? Mablady. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Nice. He just shouts it over there. <laughs> oh my god. Just across the battlefield, this alleyway, dead bodies everywhere. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Titus, um, you're on form tonight, Mucker. You're on form. <laughs> I've missed this. Uh, yeah, Vixen, you give it. Even though you've just had Titus by the scruff, you've still got him by the, the, the scruff of the neck. And as he says this, you just give him a little wink and you're like, yeah, that's cool. All right, then. Yeah. Hey. Ark, that's your go. What are you doing? Uh, I am just going to inflict wounds uh, on uh, the medium boy that's just been... Oh, no, the medium boy who's just been hit dead. The other medium boy. Cool. The, the other medium boy who is dead right next to this dead corpse of his friend who has um, Zed right next to him as well. Ooh, at uh, 23. 23 hits. Uh, so that is, that's really bad. I've rolled two ones. Uh, so that is one, two, plus a five is seven. Seven damage. Okay. Necrotic damage. He's, he's looking bloodied. He's looking bloodied. You see this necrotic energy being forced into this uh, hogfolk and bounty hunter you start to see dark lesions appear on his skin and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on he's like, what's going on like feels this dark energy from you i'm just gonna go to that the medium boy and go i would i would run if i were you huh i would i would get out of here yeah it seems yeah it seems that way uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think we're going to get any money from you, are we? No, mate. I think I think you were lucky to leave with your life. Yeah. No, that's, that sounds about right. Um, okay. Uh, Ark, roll an intimidation check. Five. Okay. He is, he is scared by the necrotic energy that you've put out. He's not necessarily scared by what you whispered in his ear. But he says, uh, I mean, I've not got much of a life. I think I'll just take my chances and see if we can get any money out of you. How's that sound? I say rookie error. Rookie error. Well, I mean, we shall see. Uh, we shall see. We shall definitely see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, 
I mean, <laughs> I, my, my friend is split in half next to me, and this other Aarakocran looks very angry, like he's going to kill me, but um, oh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens, shall we? Okay. Okay. He must uh, really not have much else on. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, no, it's, I really it's don't. like what he's going he's gonna to stick with. <laughs> I really don't. I, I live in an abandoned building just like down the road and there's no roof so when the solar flare happens our skin gets burnt and we haven't got any money and we rob from people and it's not a great life, honestly. Please don't because now I will spare this, this bastard. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> why would you say that? This swine is helpless. Oh my God, now I can't kill him. <laughs> I can. He's got no roof, Titus. <laughs> I've no fucking head when I'm finished with him. <laughs> Maybe we just, we just put him out of his misery. Put him out of his misery, eh? <laughs> yeah. Ark, is that the end of your go? That is the end of my go. Vixen, you're up. All right, enough playing. I am going to take the defensive flourish. So whenever you take the attack action on your turn, your walking speed increases by 10 foot until the end of the turn. So I'll close the distance, uh, first of all, between me and... Is there two left or is there just the one? It's two. There's a medium and then there's a large. The medium and a large. Oh, nice. In every size. Okay, so I will go for... Uh, I'll go for the medium boy. The one who... I just I just can't stand to look at him knowing that he's got uh, no roof and skin lesions. <laughs> I just feel really bad for the poor, poor fuck. So I'm going to close the damage on him. Uh, close the distance on him even. And then uh, I'll roll to hit with my first of my two weapon attacks. Okay, great. So, so yeah, you you walk yep. past the big, large, beefy uh, bounty hogfolk and bounty hunter who is squaring off with Titus. You walk past a bunch of dead bodies on the floor, <laughs> and you join Zed and Ark up next to this lesion-covered uh, bounty hunter. All right, here we go. I'm gonna uh, strike with my longsword for the first attack. Sixteen hits. Brilliant. Okay, nice. Uh, so up next then, uh, oh, the dice landed on the exact point that I wanted to click. That was weird. Uh, long, so I'm going to long sword, uh, 1d8 plus 3. So I will, uh, roll my damage. So I've got a 5. However, with defensive flourish, if a weapon attack hits, you can expend one of your bardic inspiration and deal extra damage equal to the number you roll on the die. You can also add the number to your AC until the start of your next turn. So effectively, I add that, like... Uh, extra damage equal to the number I roll, so it's doubled basically. Is that correct? That's what I'm taking from that. No, so you 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 roll your. Do I roll again? Yeah, so you're going to roll uh, your bardic inspiration. Oh, that will course, be the extra yes. damage that you do, and that'll be added onto your um, AC. That's it. They have one d8 themselves, don't they? Okay, perfect. All right, got you. Let's roll the bardic inspiration then. <laughs> First one was a one. <laughs> Oh, Brilliant. No. So, uh, okay, so that's six damage uh, from my first attack, and then six that can be added to my AC. So yep. that's good. So my AC is now um, 28, which is a little bit more formidable. Um, and then I've got my second attack. So here we there's go. No, there's no way your AC is 28. 22? So I think you add your inspiration to it. Yeah, that's what I'm adding to it. But, so you rolled a one. You rolled on your a one, so you'd, you? you'd add a one to your. Oh, of course, I'm adding the damage class. too. Got you. Sorry. Yep. So in that case, yep. it's 23. 23. Nice, more reasonable 23. Um, yes, of course it is. It's the bardic, isn't it? I'm your adding. AC is 22. Yeah, that's that. That doesn't work out. What what is what is your armor class? 22. What's your dex? <laughs> it's 15. But what's your what's your plus? Uh, two. 
So where it says armor class on D and D Beyond, yeah. you've got initiative, and then it says armor class, and in yeah. the middle of armor and class, there's a is number. Is the number twenty-two? <laughs> what? Unless, oh, unless, <laughs> what unless, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I know what might have happened here. What if during a battle, I've probably used defensive flourish to up my AC, and you've not taken it and off? And maybe again. I just <laughs> didn't take it off. Um, yes. And I will hold, I will hold my hands up, and I will say yes. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to pull a fast one over my DM because he, he clearly saw right <laughs> through it. Um, I'm only sorry I got caught. No, I'm joking. Um, no, I, I, I must have done it. If that's really high, I must have done it, and it's been so long that I didn't even recognise yes. that I haven't done it. So I, re Let me I take remember it back down. your AC in yep. the previous fight in the Sky Tower going up to 22. It did. I remember yes. you, like you rolled an eight, yeah, and it was yeah, ridiculous, yeah. and we it were all insane. like, "Oh my fucking god!" Yeah, that's it. So and that I've actually. I've just looked at it now and I have overridden it, so that'll be why it was an override. So okay. if we take the override back, it goes back to 13. <laughs> so now I have 14 That's AC. Okay. Let's remember that you also let's remember that you also have a plus two shield, so that would be 15. So yeah. now plus that one, your armor class is 16. There 16. we go. 16, brilliant. I'll make a note of that so I know what that is. That's so funny. No one in the history of D&D has ever attempted to use defensive flourish and ended up with a lot less AC. <laughs> 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 when you said 28, my mind boggled and I looked at Jamie and I went, no. I like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pull a fast word. Oh no, I, just... I think my favourite part was when, when you went, oh no, sorry, it's 23. And Jamie's face didn't change at all. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, it was so funny because I thought you guys were on about how I'd calculated it, but yeah, it must have been from the override from before. It's been oh, so long since you've we done last perfect yeah. calculating. Your maths is on point. Like for for quick maths, Amy Mallet's on point. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> was very very wrong. Yes. Um, okay. Wicked. See, right, listeners, so this is why when we started this podcast, we're like, you can play along and learn with us. And now you've learned something. <laughs> when you're on D and D Beyond, make sure you reset your shit. Here we go. Because it will not. It will override for good. That's the perfect example of when they say in like maths tests, you can still get a point even if you get the answer wrong. If you're working out right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I am yeah. the epitome of, of that. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Brilliant. Okay. Cool. In that case, we'll go for the second attack now then. So, longsword, uh, we got a 20. Does a 20 hit? Oh, that definitely hits on this medium boy, yes. Brilliant, okay, right. So this one won't have um, a bardic inspiration attached to it because I've already used one bardic inspiration. Um, thinking about it, I probably should have just held it back when I saw that it was a one, but I suppose you can't really do that, can you? You have to commit once you've rolled that... that um, yeah, once, you, once you've rolled it, you've committed to the bit. Um, yeah, exactly. But that's okay. That's, that's fine. Okay. We know, we know. So uh, we got a little bit more. Got a little bit more AC. Um, as, yeah, so we did six damage on the first one. Let's see what we do on the second attack. So second slashing with the longsword. This time is a seven. So that's 13 damage overall. It's not too bad. That is 13 damage overall. Um, Vixen, finish this hogfolk and bounty. <laughs> After all that. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to do a little song, a little uh, demonic <laughs> demonic song, little creepy song as I finish him off. I'm just going to go, how's that for an armor class? I've just shanked you up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just going to, yeah, I'm basically just going to slice his belly open. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other puns that I could make, but I think Titus has had the lot. I mean, pork, swine, scratchings. 
<laughs> I've got one uh, more in my back pocket. Uh, I'm going to say, get snout. <laughs> well, there we go. I'm putting a whale in. I'm putting a whale in. Get snout. Get snout. Okay. Can you imagine if Adam just went, oh, fuck, that was mine? Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> nah, Adam always is an obscure one, and that's why I love it, because you never see him coming. Muckblady. 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 Um Yeah, Vixen, you you are stood next to Zed and Ark, and you slice down this hogfolk and bounty hunter. Um, and Zed looks to you and just goes, Oh, wow, you're cool as well. I'm going to go, uh, Zed, uh, this is Alyssa, uh, Zed, this is Alyssa Vixen Steadyheart. Uh, uh, Alyssa, this is my son, Zed. Nice to meet you. Um, I'll be honest, Ark, whenever he spoke of you before, always sort of painted you as like a little seven-year-old. I did not expect you to be such a badass. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a long time ago, the last time we saw each other, but, um, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm I'm mostly grown up now, I guess. <laughs> you just see him like cleaning the the pork blood off of his samurai swords with this, you know, hooded cloak, and he just he looks like he should be in the Matrix. Um, this very cool, edgy adolescent. Um, but yeah, he says it's 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 great to meet you too. Um, what are you doing with my dad? It's a long story, and I reckon we saved that and the daddy issues until the end of the fight. Should we finish this guy off? Yeah, okay. Who's that guy that you're with? We don't know him. He just follows us around. Vixen! <laughs> Vixen, ask, ask the little kid if they, they know, if if he knows who, where Ark's son is. Vixen, you... Ark didn't ask I him before. Silence. I cast silence over uh, 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 Titus. Dropped on his head as a baby, um, and the family of Goliaths didn't want him because they thought he was broken, so they gave him to us. And we've just, he's followed us around ever since, like a little lost gosling. We're not really sure where he comes from, but we're hoping to leave him at the nearest bus stop at the next opportunity. <laughs> I'm going to go, this uh, medium sized creature is Titus uh, Thunderbastard uh, Caligave. Hi, Titus. Can I hear this? By oh, yeah, yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> you can hear it, yeah, for sure. Hi, Titus. Nice to meet you. I am Titus Thunderbastard Caligari. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where Ark's son is? Oh, sorry. I should have said I, I am Ark's son. Ark, that's your son, mate. <laughs> Why didn't you realise? <laughs> Ark, Ark's head is in his hands, right? His talons right now, just scratching his, his face. Yeah, like, Zed, is, yeah. Zed is looking back towards you, Ark, and just, I, does this always, I, I'm so confused. <laughs> the most important thing to remember, kid, is if he asks to show you his special box, say no. Just say <laughs> no. Titus, that's your go. What are you doing? The big lad's still alive. Big lad is very much still alive. Uh, what's the random question? What's the uh, situation with the rope around this big lad? As in, he was he using rope to tie up? Oh, the hog, son? yeah, hog tie um, Zed. Yeah, so if the medium boys would have had the rope, but um, okay, this this bit, no, this, this this big guy can definitely have the end of the rope if you want him to. Well, I was just, <laughs> how big is he compared to me, a big person? 
<laughs> so he is he is relatively the same height as you. He is like if you were stood like next to each other, you are broader in shoulders than he is. Um, he is broader in the gut than say you definitely are. Like his his okay. his shoulders and his stomach are like as wide as just your shoulders are. Is this why it's a bit like when someone's like five foot eleven or whatever, and they're like, "I'm six foot, basically." Oh, that's what Le- <laughs> Leo. Leo used to be like, "I'm six foot in shoes." That doesn't count. <laughs> uh, I'll just stab him up a bit more, then I suppose. Okay, roll to hit. Uh, I take it a nine doesn't hit. A nine misses. How uh, hurt is this guy looking, by the way, Ollie? He is. Um, he's not looking. He's not looking bloodied yet. Okay, fine. Roll to hit again. That's more like it. Twenty-three. Definitely hits. Roll your damage. Eleven damage. Oh shit! He's fucking raging, isn't it? So five damage is that. Yes, that would be five damage, five piercing damage to him. You've not come up against uh, somebody who's had rage as well. No, I will, uh, as my bonus action then, I will go into a frenzy. <laughs> nice, read frenzy aloud, please. Uh, just as frenzy attack, while in a frenzy, you can make a single melee weapon attack as a bonus action on each of your turns after this one. Nice. Um, so that is the end of your go. Um, he only took five damage, and that's a-okay. Um, but it is now his go, and he is raging, and he's going to try and hit you with the Great Axe again. But before he does, he kind of goes, um, are, you, uh, are you not so... It doesn't seem like that group behind you, like... Are you with that group behind you? Because it seems like they're like literally roasting you. And that like, you just seem like pretty low status. You don't seem very high status within that group. And I'm, I should know, I'm high fucking status. Like I was, I was the leader of these hog folk and bounty hunter. And he looks down the alleyway and sees that all of his comrades <laughs> are dead. But he does turn back and, I don't think you are, you're a little man, aren't you? He's going to try... I thought he was going to try and recruit Titus at some point there. <laughs> that sounded like you. You're a little weedy thing, aren't you? Like, they they don't care or respect you at all. Maybe you should... Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Arm wrestle. Arm wrestle right now. Let's have it out. You want an arm wrestle? Yeah. All right. Um, get one of your mates to bring up one of those crates and we'll have an arm wrestle. What we're putting on the line? Oh, hang on. 250 gold. 250 gold. He's really... He's, uh, Titus is not thinking right now. I feel like we're worth a lot more than that, aren't we? Haven't we got more than we, that? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that out loud, Vixen. I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm, that was Amy. That, was, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. Got just shit turns more than <laughs> that's that. That's not Vixen just being like, oh, hang on, that's nothing. We've got fuckloads back in the in the <laughs> motorbikes out back. <laughs> oh, um, God, okay. He, he goes, all right, 250 gold from you, 250 gold from me. Uh, is that it? Is that all the stakes you want? Guys, what are we thinking? I mean, you've opened your mouth now and you're in it. So if you want to give it a whirl, he seems like he's up for it too. You might as well win us an extra 250 quid. Blackberry Meads are on you. 
Is is the fight over? Just want to confirm. Fight is over. For we're, now, we're... for now, the fight is over. For now, it's a b- 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 bonus round. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Uh, no, I don't want any money from you. I just want you to leave. And then I thought, no, he's he's led all of his mates to their deaths. He deserves to die as well. Well, come on then, mate. If you're putting up two hundred and fifty quid, let's see it. I love that I said quid then instead of gold. I meant gold. I know, I said quid a minute ago too, though. I just can't help it. Maybe that's where I got it from, but yeah. It was so funny. When I was in uh, the States, all I kept doing was going, 30 quid, that's steep. And everybody would be like, $30. (laughs) (laughs) It's not quite the same thing. (laughs) Just such a fucking British, like, just turning everything into my currency. (laughs) One of those tourists. Can I say to him, I keep... (laughs) I keep my gold in a small box on my person. <gasps> oh, you're going to trade him the dick. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely say that to him, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that. I like to keep my gold in a small box. <laughs> right, okay. A small a small golden box, is that right? Uh, it's been a while since I've actually looked at this box. Um it is golden. It is outside. definitely golden, just, yeah. yeah. Mate, Zed is yeah, getting yeah. the worst introduction to this party. He really Yeah, you is. you see Zed turn around to Ark and just go, Dan, what's going on? This seems this seems like this is I don't know. There's like there was lots of death and now there there isn't. What's going on? Do you remember we warned you about the the penis in the box? No, there was um, no mention of penis. Uh, there was yeah, just I didn't a box. Penis. I just said don't look in his box. <laughs> I don't well, spoiler. Th- oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's blown his load there. He's, he's ruined the surprise. Wee. Wow. Zed just looks very perturbed at all of you and just goes, am I about to see a penis in a box? <laughs> not if you don't want to, darling. You look away. I'm not going to lie to you, kid. You might see it. You might see a penis in a box. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Go on then, mate. Show me this penis in a box. <laughs> he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that because he doesn't know there's a penis in a box. He just goes, yeah. well, go on then. Show me your gold box. Oh, this, this, by the way, if we don't, if I don't mention it later, note to self for no dice. I've got an amazing story to tell you that sort of weirdly relates to this. But uh, yeah, he gets, I get the gold box out and put it on, a, put it on the crate near us, I suppose. And you see this hog and bounty hunter just turns to... Turns to Zed initially and just goes, "Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, kid. Um, yeah, you just uh, you just killed, you know, three of my mates back at the bar. So um, I had to do something. No hard feelings. But me and this guy are going to have uh, an arm wrestle now, so it should be fine. Are we all? Are we all square? Are we all? Are we all good? Are we all good? Are we? Yeah. Is, is, are we basically not fighting for a minute? Are we chilling? I think we're chilling. I think we're all right." I just got this um, this insecure twat here who wants to have an arm wrestle with me because he, he, he feels a bit small, I think. Don't you? Don't you, little man? Feel a little bit small in this moment, don't you? <laughs> I'm going to fucking snap your arm off, dickhead. <laughs> right, okay. I'm just going to... I'm just in my head uh, to Titus, just go, do you, do you want a little bit of magical extra? Are you doing this fair and square? Oh, oh! Let's roll to decide, shall we? Odds, we do it clean. 
evens. We go full Lance Armstrong. <laughs> it's a one. We're going clean. Wow. Nice, nice. And also, you cooked your dice there in the process. You've got rid of that one now. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Got Very Titus as well. Very yes. Titus to do it clean. Very Titus. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got this um, huge hog folk and bounty hunter who is just... Uh, just trying to get all up in your mind, psych you out. Um, he says, okay, well, if you're serious about all of this. Did he look in the box? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's looked in the box. I think, Ty, what have you done, Titus? Have you just brought the golden box out? Because that's the payoff for yeah, all I've just placed for, it, it? Okay. within view of everyone. What else would you keep in a golden box? But gold, is it, duh. Is it an actual golden box? It is, yeah, it's been in a golden box, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was gold either. This is news to me, yeah. Can I just look at the box and see how much it's worth? <laughs> oh, the, 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 the actual... It's, it's a the gilded golden box. 5,000 gold. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a gilded golden box. It's not okay. a solid gold box. So okay. it's, it's worth, you know, probably about a, a couple of your gold and that's it. But, um, yeah. So but anything that it was worth has been completely diminished by having a cock and balls in it for the last, like, well, <laughs> three months. A long time as well, yeah. We shall see if if that box in its current state ended up on the fantasy version of the Antiques Roadshow. Who knows what its valuation could be? Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Titus, you place the box on the crate, and he and you say, "You show me." Um, and he goes, "Well, I haven't actually got, I haven't got two hundred and fifty gold like, on me, but I could trade you my bike." <laughs> Let's see it. Let's see the bike. What bike's he got? Where where you are down this alleyway, you're kind of at an intersection. So there's like a few little rows that you can kind of duck through and like abandoned houses and fences and stuff like that. And he points he points to his left down an alleyway. And he looks to Zed and he just says, We could Go take the um, go take the tarpaulin off of that, and you'll and you'll see it. Um, and Zed looks to you, Ark, for kind of approval to go and do that. Uh, I'm gonna look at Zed and be like, "You're gonna do an investigation check, though, aren't you? You're gonna just make check for traps." Oh yeah, no, sure, yeah, I'll do cool. that. That's that. Uh, don't worry, Dad. This isn't this isn't my first time. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, kid. And as he as he kind of as he looks at me, I'm just gonna like. Just pluck out, pluck out some kind of like, uh, like sticking out feathers, just to kind of like, just kind of groom him a little bit. But like, yeah, cool. I'll just pick some of those little feathers out that are standing up. Like, yeah, cool. Go on then, go on then, kid. He's gonna roll an insight check on you before he walks away. He's more sus cool. of you than he is the bike. This is wild. <laughs> That's a nineteen. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So what do you? Do you want me to roll? Do you want me to roll? Either I... a deception or a um, what's the other one? Insight or whatever. Not to say what it is. Okay, roll. roll. I suppose that depends what he's looking for, doesn't it? What did he roll? He got a 19. Uh, of course, I rolled a 16 on whatever uh, whatever I rolled. Uh, so basically, I'm literally... Uh, I remember his mum used to have to groom him quite a lot. And he would always have kind of like sticky out feathers. And as an aracoca, as a bird, you have to look after your feathers and kind of check your plumage and stuff. So I'm just pulling them out just to, you know, make him look presentable in Aarakocra in terms. Apart, 
you know I said about the t-shirt for the whole like I'm actually a I just realised I'm a medium creature or actually a medium creature another t-shirt check your plumage <laughs> check your plumage I love check your plumage check your plumage <laughs> um, you see Z just kind of go dad stop I'm on the I'm on the planet of <laughs> I'm on a different planet now I'm 21 come on and he goes off down the alleyway uh, he rolls an investigation check. Okay. He he checks the traps or anything. He looks back at the big beefy hog folk and bounty hunter and he goes, yeah, go on. It's fine. Uh, and he whips off the tarpaulin from the bike. And Titus, you just see the most chromed out oh. like, easy rider chopper you have ever seen in your life. Hogley Davidson. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Wow. wow. <laughs> Hogley, you see on the gas tank on the side of it, it says Hogley Davidson. <laughs> and uh, he just goes, see, uh, it's, uh, it's a 60 year old vintage, but um, you know, I'm a, I'm a mechanic myself. I've done it up myself. And yeah, she, uh, she purrs like a purrs like a tabaxi. She does, yeah, great, great engine, great engine. By the way, whilst uh, this lad has been watching Z check his bike, mm. I saw that interaction between uh, Ark and Z. And I'll be honest, I haven't seen this film. I just had to double check what the meme was from. <laughs> but you know the get back in there, tear cop meme. Yes. From, as I'm told by the internet, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Yeah. That's yeah. what's been happening with Titus. He's a bit, a little bit late to the party, but he can still appreciate a good father-son reunion. Oh, that's... Oh, my God, of course. Oh, that's so lovely. Because, oh, my God, it didn't even cross my mind. Titus is yeah. watching a father and son reunited mm. for the first time with Titus knowing that he might not ever be reunited with his father again. Oh, God. It hits different. Yeah. Titus, how do you... What's your demeanour change to in this moment? Like, you see... You see Zed and Ark have this little... Oh, Dad, stop plucking at my plumage. It's fine. <laughs> and as he goes off down the alleyway with this big, beefy hog folk and bounty hunter, and Ark clearly watching from a distance like a hawk... Well, um, to see what goes on. How how are you feeling? I know I've not had a great track record with these sorts of things, uh, but I have a very brief brief, but I have a very brief flashback to when my dad first taught me to arm wrestle as a way to build my strength up, and oh. the, the day that I first beat him, whether he let me or not is is always under debate. But the first time I ever beat him at an arm wrestle. So nice. You have this lovely, sweet thought and moment in your mind, reminded of your dad making fear shot Caligari, this absolute behemoth of a man, uh, behemoth of a person within his community, teaching you how to giving you the fundamental the fundamentals of wrestling with an arm wrestle to start with. Yeah, you have this lovely this lovely moment to yourself before you are brought back um, into reality where the crate is in front of you. The golden box is on the crate. 
the bike is down the alleyway. Um, is there any more conversation that you're having about this? No, just a quick aside. Uh, a massive thanks, as always, to our friends at uh, Dice Goblin UK. But if I lose this arm wrestle, I'm throwing these dice away. So, <laughs> <laughs> if, if this fucks up, we're a game tea podcast all the way now. Absolutely. We are pro game tea now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the big beefy hog folk and bouncy hunter goes, so uh, we we clear on what we're playing for? Oh, we're clear. Okay. Um, anything, uh, anything come in the box? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> How do you know? No, 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 no. To be honest, it, just, it was severed pretty quickly. It didn't really get a chance. <laughs> I'm sure in the lifetime of it, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, like, the, the golden box is all nice and that, but, like, what's in it? Well, who was it attached to again? Did we ever think he got laid? Wasn't he a bit of a knob? That guard guy? Magnus Brink. Magnus Brink. I know my deceptions. I know I think it's better than it is. Uh, but can I say, oh, it's the family jewel. You can absolutely say it's the family jewels if you'd like. Uh, can I give him the help action by saying, oh, I thought it was hard cash. <laughs> Oh my god, so many puns this episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, you give him the help action. Titus, roll me a deception check. If I get a nat 20 here, which would have probably been my role for uh, the arm wrestle, I'm going to hit the roof. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do I... Do I add my deception to this? Yes, you do. Remember that you add an extra plus one because of your... Um, because of your book that you read all that time ago. Oh, yeah. And then, Jamie, what do I add because of your help action? Uh, you have advantage. So you can roll it twice. Oh, yeah. Roll your d20 twice. Okay. I was kind of happy with the first one, but... Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. oh fair do. I don't even need it. <laughs> it is... Right, the second one's landed there. Look how close that is. Doing that 20. It wasn't a nice 20. Oh. It was an 8. But thankfully, my first roll <laughs> was a 19 plus 1, mm. 20, plus my deception modifier. That's 22. Nice. Yes. Nice. That is good. That is very good. Um, okay. Um, that is very good. Um, this hogfolk and bounty hunter is going to do an insight check on you. Um, okay. He has a plus three to insight so he has to roll a nat 20 to beat you he gets a 12 oh, yes <laughs> you idiot this hogfolk and bounty hunter is having just been in a fight with you just outright believing you and being like yeah alright I don't want to fight I just want to I just want to get my bike and go but uh, if, I can, if I can win some money why not right Puts his elbow down on the crate. Puts his hand on the side of the crate to hold on. And he just says, right, let's grapple up then. Let's do this. Best of, uh, best of three? It's fairest way, yeah. Best of three sounds good. I feel so sorry for Zeed. Bless his heart. He's just been found by his dad, who's really weird and ghoulish and kind of undead. And he's got, like, 
a random bard <laughs> with him <laughs> and this bloke who's just stopped the whole affair of a massive back like back alley brawl for an arm wrestle like what is he thinking he right now what is going through his head this is backflip 2.0 it is. Yeah. It really is. The elevated hey, backflip. That's yeah. That's the episode name right there. There we go. Backflip back 2.0. 2. 2. 2. 2. There, there we go. go. Backflip yeah. 2.0. Um, hey, spoiler alert. Guess what I'll be doing if uh, if I win this arm wrestle, by the way. Um, I also like the fact Will you be arm wrestling your pregnant wife? <laughs> <laughs> it is... Uh, I, I especially like it for... Uh, for new bird lad um, because he is witnessing a seven and a half foot tall 300 pound wrestler saying effectively I'm being emasculated here and I need to prove my <laughs> so this hog folk and bounty hunter um, yeah he's got his arm on the crate and he just goes best of three let's go I'm going to mirror obviously his placement so I'm going to put my hand on the other side and just uh, just maybe nervously wipe my hand on my uh, singlet. Actually, I'm going to pull the singlet down. Ooh, so okay. Any... Singlet off the shoulders. Yeah, just maybe just off one shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did say you're going to do this clean. It, it, he's, you know, you're ready you, to but, do it clean. Uh, are you not going to rage, though? You're not gonna have a little rage going on. You're doing it completely. Oh, is he? Well, is he? Has has he raged? He's not raged. No. If he if he got the feeling that you were going to rage, he would probably go. Oh, hold on, hold on. There's yeah. some stipulations here, so it's up to you. But you guys can talk in your headsets as well. I can't take any. I mean, unless he snaps my arm, I don't think I can take any damage. And I feel like if we're saying we're doing this clean. Then I get advantage on strength checks, don't I? But then, then he, he'd then get advantage he would on turn. strength yeah. checks. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah it mutually assured destruction at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You're essentially deciding if you want two rolls at this or just one roll, and that would be for both of you if he noticed yeah, what you were doing. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we haven't got all day. Let's get on with this. Yeah. There's a Hogley Davidson on the line, but you also don't <laughs> want to break your yes. arm. Okay, Titus, you put your elbow down onto the crate. You lock hands. You lock meaty piggy hands with this hog folk and bounty hunter. You place your other hand on the side of the crate. And listeners, this is how an arm wrestle is going to work. Um, you are going to have three attempts in total. You know, best of uh, best of two. Well, I say you know, it's best of three. First of two wins. Um, yeah. You will roll athletics checks. In this instance, oh, you've not yeah. raged. You've not raged. Um, so uh, no advantage. You're just rolling clean. Titus, what is your plus to athletics, please? Uh, plus seven. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that is a man who backflips. Plus seven, isn't it? Really? He's earned that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, he has a plus five. So he is... Less strong than you, less athletic than you in terms what of stats. What a bitch. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Um, so, it's essentially going to be opposing athletics checks. Um, yeah. On the first try, 
he will go first. And if you want to roll your athletics check, go for it. Here we go, ladies and gents. Okay. Guys, any any words of encouragement before I roll? Check your plumage. <laughs> what what she said? What she said? New bird lad? Anything? Uh, I don't think I know you well enough to say anything yet. <laughs> yeah, best cool. of luck, mate. Titus, in that split second of hearing Zed say that, you you think is there another arc here? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to, who, who, who shows first, Ollie? Um, I have rolled, you tell me what you got first. I rolled a 15, so a 22. <sighs> nice. A 22. Titus, what happens as you go to lock up, you feel the strain, is anybody counting them in? Does anybody say three, two, one, go? Uh, I can do that. I can sure do that. I've got my, uh, I've got a war gong. I mean, it's a bit overkill for an arm wrestle, but I'll give it a whirl. Oh, it's perfect. Ready? On the stroke of three. Bring that before every battle going forward, Vixen. Absolutely. You ready? Dong. 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 Oh my god, guys! Which, you will go. Which tongue? Which tongue do we? Which tongue do we go on? I was gonna say you will. You will go on my first war gong. <laughs> you will go on my second war gong. Gladiator, you will go on my first war gong. Contender, you will go on my second war gong. <laughs> Lovely Gladiators, Gladiators reference there for everybody. Ready. Gladiators reference. Love me some John Anderson back in the day. Yes, John Anderson. John Anderson. Oh, the best, yes, the yes, very, yes. very best. Oh my god. Classic. I, Classic. I made a made a joke on PlayStation UK today about um, uh, a hole in the wall. <laughs> so many like British game shows that are just unappreciated, man. Um, anyway, yes. The war gong rings out across this alleyway. Titus and this hogfolk and bounty hunter, you start to feel the pressure. You lock and you push and you push and you push. And Titus, um, this hogfolk and bounty hunter got a natural one. So when you swing your arm down into this crate, you smash this hogfolk and bounty hunter's arm through the crate and you break his arm. He goes, and then rolls around on the floor in pain as he falls. You see like water start to tear up in his eyes and he just goes, oh, 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 I think, I think that's it. I think I'm out. Oh, fuck. Oh, I didn't want to lose my bike, you prick. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, wooga. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this hog folk and bounty hunter stood up with a broken arm. Um, like, you've literally broken his forearm, like, through his wrist. Uh, and he just goes, oh. Compound fracture. Co a compound. Fully just out, like, like blood. And oh. he starts, he starts wrapping, he starts pulling some of his, um, his, uh, matrix duster off and starts wrapping it around his forearm. And he just goes, all right, well. Oh, here are the keys and he just chucks you the keys to his bike and he fucks off 
<laughs> wow. Jackpot. What an absolute um, result, lads. That is a lovely bike. That's a lovely bike, Titus. Can I do a backflip now, please? <laughs> Titus, you may do as many backflips as you want. Well done. On the on the bike. <gasps> Not on the bike. God, no. But like, yeah, <laughs> too yeah. Precious. Like trials, trials HD style. Yes. Flip yes. on the bike. Flip on the bike. Flip on trials the bike. Trials HD, trials rising, trials fusion, however you want to do it. Um, <laughs> Titus, roll me an athletics check for this backflip. <laughs> a 14. A 14. Titus with a 14. You you make this backflip all the way around. It's not particularly graceful. Um, you start shouting, woohoo, you know, as you do it. Um, and you land perfectly fine. It doesn't look it doesn't look graceful, but you've done better backflips, let's just say that. You stumble a bit as you land, but it's not perfect. Yeah. That's fine. Um New bird lad, you know what we uh do to celebrate as part of this friendship group? Your dad loves this. Oh yeah, what's that? What's what's that? Can I see the uh hog person? walking away into the distance, cradling his shattered arm still. Yes, you can. Okay. Um, I say you get both hands. Like, imagine you're you're sort of carrying an imaginary box. So get both hands in front of you like that, like you're carrying a, a sort of average size Christmas present or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Have you done that? Okay. Yeah. And I want you to slam them into your crotch and tell them to suck it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Titus, you just see this adolescent 21-year-old who is only, like, in human years, you know, four years younger than you, just turns towards Ark and goes, what's he doing? Ark looks down. (laughs) Ark refuses to meet his eye. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I say, as he does this, I say, what are you teaching your kids back on your home planet? This is the first thing my father taught me. The first words out of my mouth were, suck it. Suck it. <laughs> Our baby said his first words. Suck it. Oh, are we proud? Everybody go ahead and make me perception checks, please. Oh, okay. Ark. Uh, two seconds. I got a 10. Titus. Oh, I just knew this would come out right now. I think I might be a bit... Uh, overzealous in my celebrating because I got a three. <laughs> oh, okay. you kept your good result when it was needed most. Okay. Uh, Vixen? 14. Oh, so I'd have definitely lost if that had gone three rounds on the arm wrestle. 100 and Yeah, no, thank God we didn't decide to do that. 10, effectively, I would have got. Let me check what Zed's perception is. Oh, that's so good. He's got a plus five, so 18. Okay. You all miss this, but Zed, being the younger, keener bird eyesight guy, I guess, um, <laughs> sees the hog folk and bounty hunter go around the corner, holding his arm, looking back at you, and as he goes around the corner, you see him join a bunch of other hog folk and bounty hunters oh. and starts Shit. like looking back towards where you are in saying stuff like it's out of earshot right now um but Zed sees this and uh he just goes dad and he starts pulling at your cloak a little bit like like your your tiny little lad would be he only knows how to 
act around you oh. right now as if he's that small and he's like dad can, come on we need to get off the street if the if the jackals come by in their armored motorcade or find out we're here we won't we won't stand a chance the, the tricky thing, uh, kid, is that we're uh, we're looking for some information from the burning bucket. We're trying to find a convoy, an armoured convoy, and we need to buy that info off of some geezer inside Quilly's contact. So should we just get back in the inn quick before they spot us? Oh my god, that was you guys. You're the contact? Yeah, I'm the... Co- I'm... What? You- I mean... You're what? the people I was meant to buy information off. I feel like Quilly's done you dirty a little bit here, Ark. Why the hell wouldn't he mention it was your own son? And you even asked Quilly to put 500 quid out with the criminal network as a reward for finding the bugger. Why wouldn't he tell you? Who's Quilly? Oh, Quilly's little tiny guy, journalist, goblin man. Is he a goblin, guys, or am I being casually racist? He's a, he's a, a goblin. Okay, cool, that's yeah. good. Yeah. How's it? How's he got? Uh, what's he got to do with you guys? Oh, it's a long story. We should probably get off the street. But have you got the info about the armored convoy? Yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got the info. I. I wasn't. Look, I think we need to clear some stuff up, but we do need to get off the street. If. Yep. If the jackal. If the jackals find out we're, we're here and they come along in their armored motorcade, we're we're fucked. Um, mm-hmm. you need to. He's looking back up the street and he sees that a few hog folk and bounty hunters are gathering, um, looking down the street towards you guys. And he just says, follow me. Zeed leads you all, crouch walking down alleyways and side streets, ducking and diving. As we do that, Ollie, I grab the, uh, I grab the gold box because I realise I haven't picked that up. Okay, okay cool. Don't forget that, your crown jewels. I've had my fingers burnt with that sort of thing before. <laughs> Close the lid, pick up your equipment. Yeah, all that good stuff. Uh, lid gate. Um, yeah, you, you dive amongst derelict buildings scattered across like the reddish hue of the wasteland as the dark, ominous clouds above you filled with toxic chemicals cover the sky. You come upon a street of run-down buildings, including a school that is boarded up and surrounded by half-repaired barbed wire, chain-link fences and all that kind of stuff. Zed has got you out of the. Um, not you're still in the outskirts of the city of Pyro. You're not in the city, but he's managed to get you far enough away that you feel like the trail or the scent might have been like lost on you guys or anybody. You check back Ark to see if anybody's following, and you don't see anybody. Um, Zed then, rather expertly, disarms a spike trap rigged with explosives and ushers you all into this boarded up school and just says, this way to the basement, we'll be out of iron earshot down there. A trap door is lifted and you descend the stairs into what looks like a bunker ready for the apocalypse. Jerry cans of petrol lay piled in a corner. A workbench with a sharpening stone lays propped up next to a transistor radio, monitoring police as well as criminal chatter. There's a single bunk bed and a bedroll in the corner of the room, and moss grows on the ceilings as water drips rhythmically from this from the ceiling. Um, it's dark and dank, except a couple of mining lights lit up across the floor. And Zed says, he sighs for it. Not sighs. He just he he gives a kind of knowing like we're off the streets. That's good. And he says, ah, uh, <laughs> welcome to my. Welcome to the safe house. Can I get you anything to drink? 
I could use a stiff one. Have you got any blackberry mead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, loads, loads. Um, in this moment, Zed realises that Ark's never seen his lad have an alcoholic beverage. Um, so he's kind of like, he, he looks at you a bit approvingly, I guess. He's, he's going to try and be a cool dad. And be like, oh, okay. Okay. Cool, yeah, yeah, cool, great. Yeah, kid. Dad, dad, <laughs> dad do you want to... Do you want a, do you want a, a mead? Um. Uh, no, I'm I'm okay. Thank you, thank you though. Thank you. You you can have one. We like to drink with Ark, cause Ark is our bird. And when we drink with Ark, he only sips a third. Hey! <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. Okay. He only good. sips a third. Lovely. Vixen's going to pull out a little quill and write that down for one of our next songs. For a lyric. <laughs> nice. We haven't had some bard song in a while. We need some of that. That'd yes, yes. So yeah, Zed kind of, uh, Zed walks over to this. It looks like a uni student's mini fridge. You know, it's just filled with like, it's filled with booze and uh, uh, what I'm calling in this world power drinks. Um <laughs> Nice. Like, like you know, kind of like Mountain Dew kickstarts and things like that, or Code Red and all that kind of shit. Is it like um, um, Red Hogfolken or something? I'm trying to think of like a Red Bull parody. <laughs> that has to be something like Crimson Crimson Pig. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a couple of cans of Crimson Pigs and sets them on the side, but he knows you guys <laughs> want the hard stuff. And yeah, he offers out a, um, a Blackleberry Me to you all. And he says, Titus, that was, that was great. That was such a that was such a cool arm wrestle and you broke that guy's arm like what what's who, like who are you like I, what do, what do you do it's probably time for some introductions and i think maybe your dad should go first yeah 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 okay all right dad yeah. go on then um what what do you what do you want to know I went to the burning bucket to to sell some information. Mm-hmm. I was told by my contact, who I don't know the name of, but was recommended to me through a friend, that I was to meet at the burning bucket and get this information. Um... And you hear kind of like a little quiver in his voice as he turns to you, Ark, and he says, Dad, promise you won't get mad at me. Uh, Ark, Ark doesn't say anything. Dad? Ooh. Just just tell me. Okay, well, I was, I was trying to make a little extra money and sell some information to some mercenaries who turn out to be you three, but... My master, she's been taken prisoner by the jackals and I really needed the cash to put weapons together to go and bust her out. But I don't have the information on me. She does. And now that she's not here, I was going to pull a fast one and take half the money from them. And But now it's you, so I wouldn't take money from you. But I was going to do a runner and then I thought they never showed up. But it, it turns out it's you guys who were buying the information. Master, what does that mean? Mm. My master... Elaborate. Someone who trained you in combat? A teacher of some kind? Yeah, the woman who has looked after me ever since I got here. 
And when would that be? I guess it would be three months ago. She took me in and looked after me and, you know, I, I ended up at the burning bucket when I came here originally and, you know, the, the, the jackals were pushing me about and she, you know, I couldn't swing a sword when I met her, but now I look at, look at me. I'm, I'm swinging a fucking sam. Sorry, dad. Sorry. I swore. Um, I'm swinging a, a samurai sword around and yeah, she takes, she takes amazing care of me and just, she gave me a place to live this place and food to eat. And yeah, she's, she's, she's great. We're, we're trying to take down Solatec from the inside. I mean, that's what she says anyway. But uh, look, she's been taken and I need to get her back. What's her name? Star. Does that ring any bell to me at all? Yeah, it Do should ring a bell to all three of you. It does to all three of us. I mean, Zed, you're not talking about Star as in... The you know, the, the Monica star from, from the Femme Fatals. Uh, sorry, I, d I don't know who the Femme Fatals are. I just, I just know her as star. That's her only, the only name she's given you? She doesn't go by any other name? No, that's it. But she is a, she is a tabaxi, if that helps. A tabaxi. Crying out loud, it could be her. It actually could be her. Has does the name um, just recalling it to my mind now because we always add these names for each other in in the band. But like, does does Tabitha Lightpaw mean anything to you? Yeah, I've heard some people call her Tab every now and then or Lightpaw. But yeah, holy shit! Yeah, that's her name. That's uh. That's her name in the Femme Fatals. We were a travelling band. My name was Vixen, there was Star, there was Fool, and there was Madame, who uh, these lovely gentlemen will know as Madame Moldana. But the young Tabaxi, Tabitha, she was the youngest of the gang. God, could you imagine if she's alive? After all this time, she'd be the same age as me now, obviously, but she would have lived her life rather than just turned up for the last portion of it. How insane. So how did you meet her? Well, I got, um, when I ended up here. Which we'll talk about, by the way, young man. I mean, I'm, I've am i only been a mother, sort of, for some of my life, but I know that's something your dad's keen to get out. I can see it in his eyes. Okay. Nods. Nods at uh, <laughs> like a is, Like a good work. Like yeah, a good, that's good. That's yeah, good mum in there. This is, this is like two that. parents yeah. sat around the dinner table like going, come <laughs> on, we have, each, we have each other's backs in this in this argument, in this. We need to be a strong, unified team Consistent. here. Consistency, that's all it is. Consistency, yeah. there Consistency. we go. Solidarity, we got this. Vixen, sorry, remind me what the question is you're asking. I'm just getting so carried away with this dynamic. It's great, I love it. Um... I'm asking, you know, when did you meet, um, when did you meet Star and how? Three, th three months ago. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I woke up in, uh, I woke up in the, the, the international, um, pyro shipping station, um, just completely out of it. And the jackals were trying to push me around and 
I made it to the outskirts of the city because I thought I'd be able to, you know, get out and, and get somewhere. And then the jackals came again and then she fought them all off and, you know, asked me who I was and what I was doing. And then she shouted me here. That's, and then she started training me and, and that, that's how I am here. She is very skilled, very proficient in the art of swordplay. So it would, uh, it would ring true. That is insane if she's alive. So you know Star? Mate, I've known Star for, well, I mean, many, many years ago now. We were both 14 when we first met. And we started a band, me and, uh, and Madame Modana, um, and our other friend, Fool, who, you know, her, her real name was, um, was Zali Quinneth. But uh, yeah, Fool by name, Fool by nature. She was a right pleb. But uh, the four of us, we had a great time. We formed a brilliant band. And, uh, you know, Fool always got us into trouble, but Star was always the sort of very calm, rational one, considering she was uh, the youngest. Um, but we, yeah, we were teenage runaways. We were a rock and roll kid. It was great. I could tell you some tales that would make your, uh, make your feathers shrink a little bit, but it was, uh, it was very fun. There were some good times. I'd love to see her again. Um, and I'm very much invested in rescuing her if she's in trouble because Lord knows she saved me many times. She's in, she's in trouble. We were, we, we were, we were attacking a convoy to, to stop, um, materials from getting through to the international shipping station. And we were attacked by the jackals and she was captured. She, she told me to, run and hide and I did and then I needed money because I needed I need weapons to go and bust her out but I haven't got the money and uh, I'm just at a loss here and I need to get her back well don't you worry about tab that's one thing we can help you with we before your dad starts phase two of interrogation which he is well within his rights to do your father I feel you should just we should just clear up the situation with the with the the plans and the info the intel that you have so you were planning to sell it you don't know who it was who put you up to selling it correct no i just got well so star told me about it uh, uh, this was about a week this is maybe two or three days ago she told me about it and then we were going we were doing a job and then we were meant to come back from that job and then get ready to sell the information to you guys but um yeah i don't have the information and, and star has the information on her but she's been captured okay well that's that's pretty shit because we can't have that information fall into the wrong hands but you don't know anyone named quilly no not at all I, I i don't know a single person i i i don't know if you know how the criminal network kind of worked on on um on Ian, uh, on Eid, sorry you know, it's very hush-hush. We don't know names. It's just mm. um, recommendations of people to other people. I mean, Star's been here a long time, so she's she knows the criminal contact really well. So, you know, I was just going to be her right-hand person. But she would have talked to somebody under an alias. They probably would have talked to her under an alias. So I don't know who Quilly is. But I would imagine that whoever spoke to Star also wouldn't know Star's name. You know, to keep it hush-hush and... In the in the right ears of the right people, I guess. Must have a lot of trust to kind of everyone to be so discreet 
and so um you know uh what's the word ambiguous i guess um yeah it's about 70 30 okay well uh all right uh i'm gonna look knowingly at arc and i'm gonna go well we are the three people who we set out to get those plans and i it baffles me that destiny has brought us together in this way um but i imagine your dad's gonna have a lot of questions for you he um he nods his head kind of looks down at the floor a little bit um because he's i don't know maybe he's gonna have an awkward conversation with his dad i don't know but he offers blackleberry meads out to you Vixen, who I'd definitely recommend is probably nectar drink already, but he pops the caps and gives blackberry like meads she, to... Zach, Zach was the one who drank like a fish. I think Vixen's a little bit, little bit more, only a little bit, only a small amount. But yeah, definitely. She's already, she's halfway through. She's halfway through. Well, you notice his hospitality. He definitely hands drinks out to you guys. Um, and he says, look, if you want to get comfy in the bunk beds or... You know, over on that side of the room, that's perfectly fine. I was thinking maybe we'll give you guys some privacy. Titus, do you fancy an arm wrestle? Go easy on me. Yeah, just quickly, have you got any crisps? Uh, <laughs> there's definitely... I don't want to interrupt you when you're having this whole heart-to-heart for a, you know, bag of prawn cocktail, but I, I was trying to look for a moment there because I already finished my first part. I'm celebrating, baby. Uh <laughs> Actually, scratch that. Have you got any pork scratchings? Oh, there's definitely pork scratchings. This is like an apocalyptic wasteland. There is sealed pork scratchings, definitely. Oh, bunker food, Um, bunker food. Yeah, 100%. So, um, yeah, he just hands you... You're a big lad. He knows to hand you a bunch of food. He just hands me one of those ones that you see hanging up in the pub. You know, the, like, like cardboard thing that they all hang them off of. I just take the whole thing. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, can you wear it? Can you wrap it around your sporran like a belt? (laughs) No, you wear wear it across your uh, pecs like a bandolier. Yes! Like a grenade bandolier. He definitely just hands you two big bandoliers (laughs) of um, pork scratchings. I'll add that that to my uh, inventory, Ollie. Definitely, (laughs) yeah. Put like like 40 packs of pork scratchings down, definitely. Pork scratchings bandolier. So um, Vixen and Titus, you kind of go off to the side and, uh, you know, you start jiping and arm wrestling and Vixen, maybe you give Titus an earful for (laughs) starting the whole arm wrestle thing. But yeah, yeah. Zed looks towards you, Ark, and he just says, uh, you want to go to the roof? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Um, he points to the corner of the room, and you just see this kind of real makeshift me- like metal ladder that's just built into the side. Um, and he just goes it's just up this way. And he starts climbing. And you climb for a couple of stories. um, But you climb to the roof. uh, And he opens a hatch out into the... I can't say the starry sky because it is not. It is just a sun flare filled chemical red ashen sky. So he opens the hatch um, out onto the roof of this abandoned school. And you see couple of um like sun loungers just sat up in the apocalypse can i so it might just be that he's not had a chance to but can i just check out his wings because he's not flying 
Yeah, oh. he's not he's not flying. Mm. Is he Adam Clips? He's, <laughs> he's he still has a uh he still has a leather matrix duster on. So you can't see his wings. You know like when you wear a cloak arc, like when you went mm-hmm. into the tavern, you keep your wings in close. You assume that that's what he's doing. Uh, I am one on the roof. I'm just going to stretch out my wings and go. Do you fancy a, a quick flight? You see him look down towards the floor, and he says, "Oh, don't, don't, don't worry, Dad. I, I was never that good at flying. You were always better. Remember when I used to I used to ride on your back, didn't I? <laughs> Remember when you were teaching me how to fly, and I wasn't." I wasn't very confident at it, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it a miss this time. Insight check. What's he hiding? Okay. Oh. Roll an insight check. 22. 22. Oh. He is going to roll a deception check. He's probably not going to do very well, but let me check what it is. Uh, deception is... Ooh, plus six to deception. You got a 22, nice. so he needs to get yeah. a 16. Okay, he gets a 17 total. Okay. Doesn't beat your 22. You know something's up. Okay. Cool. So I'm just going to go, well, okay. Um, should we sit on the sun ladders? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, you look great. Shut up, Dad. I know. I know. You don't need to pluck my plumage in front of people I've never met before. <laughs> like, come on, I'm 21 years old. I can I can take care of myself. Mm, I, I 100% know you can take care of yourself. But unfortunately, kids, you're always going to be my baby. Whatever happens. <sighs> Just because I'm the youngest. yeah you couldn't have had just like just had another kid and then I'd be the one forgotten in the middle what an easy (sighs) life that would have been we had the dog didn't we (laughs) (laughs) yeah you had the dog (laughs) I love that bird people have dogs that was so cute they absolutely (laughs) do and they are just in this world they are just normal dogs they are just normal human breeds of dogs Oh. Mm. Um. I'm. <sighs> you seem like a very competent fighter. Thank you. I'll start. Yeah. Stars taught me all kinds of stuff. I mean, I didn't. I didn't grow up fighting like you and Mum and Ulrich. But you know, I um can be a sneaky little bird I guess um, but Star just showed me the way of um, way of the blade and I mean she says I took to it really really quickly I've I've got so much to thank her for she sounds well she sounds great She's she's cool. I mean, she you know she was the 
She was the one who found me unconscious. Why were you unconscious? Mm. <sighs> Big sigh. Big mm. sigh. And he says, okay, I promise you won't get mad and you'll just listen. I'll just listen. So, mum got me out of here. Out of here, I don't mean out of here, I mean out off of, off of Veen. Yeah. Um, it wasn't my choice. I didn't want to go. She, um, she put me to sleep. And then she put me on a, a, a cargo ship which was heading for Pyro. Uh, and I ended up here. I mean, after what I've seen, I'm happy to be here and not there. Ark is kind of heartbroken when he says that she put him to sleep because that so should I do this law dump kind of thing? Just yeah, so actually absolutely. Ark, Go for it, yeah. Ark, Ark didn't get to say goodbye to him because he was asleep. Oh. Um, Listeners, you'll all kind of realise that from the earlier fight when Zed looked up at Ark and just said, mm. you never said goodbye. Mm. Um, but Ark, please talk, talk openly. If you, know, if, if you can't quite put it into sentences as a conversation between two people... Yeah. Give us some law, and I will work it into a conversation. Yeah, so Ark is visibly heartbroken because, like, literally, clearly, his mum didn't say goodbye to him because he was asleep, and I didn't say goodbye to him because he was asleep. So that must have been really, really crushing for him. Must have felt very abandoned, yeah. Mm, twice as well. Yeah. So I'm gonna say to, I'm gonna say to Zed, I'm gonna say she was. She was doing what she thought was best. I know. But she didn't need to. I would... I'm... happy to not be there, but also not happy to not be there. If you know what I, Do you know what I mean? Do you understand? I, I didn't want to leave Mum behind, but she was... she was adamant and she was... screaming and shouting and telling me to to go but I, I was I didn't want to go I didn't want to leave her after I <sighs> you know your mum she yeah. is fierce and stubborn and headstrong mm -hmm. but the problem is she's always right <laughs> believe me I know she's always right mm. even if you are under the thumb Speak for yourself, kid. <laughs> um, so he has a little chuckle at that. He's got a little jipe in at you, which is nice. Um, but he lowers his head towards the floor and says, I know you didn't get to say goodbye, and I never got to say goodbye either, but I didn't get to say goodbye to Ulrich. I saw it though. I saw him, Grandpa, strangle the life out of him. 
and you see single tears rolling from his cheeks and then he gets a bit flustered and he kind of says I, I was I was I was just so powerless to help I couldn't do I couldn't do anything and grandpa had found your scrying letters and he got really angry and then he took it out on mum by taking it out on on Ulrich and he I mean he's not here anymore he's not here anymore it's like it's not your fault it's not your fault but I could have it's done something fault. about it I could have done something I should have done something he found them and he punished Ulrich and then he wanted to punish mum even more and then you see Zed stand up from the sun lounger and he whips off his full length matrix duster and stands as a side profile and you see no wings on oh, Zed's back my God. and you just see oh. bloodied bandages sticking out the top of his back where his wings should be and you just see him cry and he'll say and he says I never fly again dad I never fly again with you in life with anybody he burnt them off he held me down over flames and made sure that I would never soar in the sky again. In the sky, you see. I, I don't know if the, you, there can be storms on this planet. Uh, 100%. There, there are solar flares and storms all the time. You will absolutely see like a storm cloud just appearing over, um, over the school. And... Ark's talons are literally just pushing into his own kind of like flesh right now. He's that angry, and I think you'll see like well, you won't see, but I think he'll like like this kind of black, kind of fluid, kind of just kind of just pours out of those kind of wounds and stuff. And he goes to goes to Zed. He goes, none of this is your fault, kid. None of this is your fault. I am so proud of you. Look at you. You're here, you're fighting. You're doing, the, you're doing such good work. You're helping people. I'm, I've never been prouder. Thanks, Dad. A hug. Straight in for the hug. As you go in for the hug, you now feel the lack of wings on the back of Zed but you hug him so tight as if to try and feel his pain and take on his pain with your own pain your own talons sinking into your skin and making yourself bleed this dark necrotic blood and as you do the storm above you rages on even more and for a second for a split second you think you hear 
the ultimate wrath of tempo in your mind. Crackle and fizz with lightning storms. And that's where we'll end our session. Wow! Oh man, I'm sad. I'm really bummed out. Oh. Well guys, thank you so much to my players, Jamie, Amy and Adam, for coming through and playing another episode of Dice With Death. You can uh, you can listen to us anywhere we get you get your podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple. We are wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, if you love this podcast as much as we do, and you've got a little bit of disposable income, please go to patreon.com forward slash dice death pod and donate us a little bit of cash. We uh, we're trying to make the, this podcast the best that it can be, and your donations really really help us out. Um, Jamie, Amy, and Adam, sorry for bumming you all out, but um, wow. what are your social media <laughs> handles? <laughs> Jamie, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on X. Oh, uh, well don't, don't call it that, mate. Uh, call it what it's called. Come on. Oh, God, it's X now, pro- it? I'm probably going to delete sooner or later. So, um, I don't know. Find me wherever. Just search my name. I'll be there somewhere. Some of us are on threads, right? Some of us yeah, are on threads. threads isn't, isn't, yeah, threads isn't much better, though, really. No. Okay. Well, hey. We're, we're, on... so, we're so down. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> we're in such a bad mood. <laughs> honestly, the energy in here is just like a deflated balloon. How great, though. And honestly, listeners, don't, don't, we'll get this guy, all right? The canuppance is coming. I don't know if canuppance is a word. Is it comeuppance? It's comeuppance, yeah. isn't it? It's comeuppance. But we'll call it, yeah. He'll get his comeuppance. When it's a though, it's canuppance. Comeuppance. Lovely. You can, you can that. I'm doing the edit on this. Shall I bleep out those? But I don't know. I'll see. I think you I'll should bleep it out just for the lol because it yeah, sounds no, even true. worse. It was always that's more powerful true. when it's bleeped out. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, Jamie, we, uh, X, Jamu 1987, I guess, right? That's me, yeah. Okay, Amy, where can people find you online? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Amy Mallet, uh, with two L's and two T's. And I'm also on Twitter, and I will continue to be there until <laughs> Elon pulls the plug just to spite him. Um, Amy underscore Mallet. Adam, where can people find you online? You can find me across all social medias. We're talking Facebook, Instagram. X, Threads, uh, Mastodon, Blue Sky. I've got an invite, but who needs one of them? Uh, Parlor. I'm very active on Parlor. Big, uh, big right wing guy, me. Oh my God. Right wing. Truth Social as well. Don't forget Truth yeah, Social. Anybody on Tumblr these days? and uh, whilst you're at it by the way don't forget to take a d20 roll it add your modifier that's a plus five and that's how many stars rating you want to give us on uh, apple Podcasts or on spotify Mm. you can do it on there as well yeah thank you for anyone who has thank you for listening to another episode of dice with death we'll see you on the next one say bye guys Bye. Bye. bye sob